This is the Indie Hour, and I'm your host, Shannon, broadcasting from home in the living room studio on August 6, 2015. And today I'm with local singer-songwriter Patrick Dory. So welcome, Patrick. Oh, good morning. <laughs> good morning. <laughs> that works, I guess. Um, so for our listeners that don't know who you are, aren't familiar with your music, can you tell them things they need to know? What, what should they know about Patrick Dory? Well, uh, essentially, I'm, I'm a local musician. I've been playing in the area for maybe seven years or so, maybe longer if you yeah. include my old band, Nice Guy and the Jerks. Yes. <laughs> uh, right now, I've been doing my own stuff, just mostly acoustically, uh, occasionally with The Honest Thieves, and I've been uh, playing uh, lead guitars in Benjamin Rains and the Blood Machine Band. Ah, yes interviewed Dan a couple of weeks ago cool. that was that was pretty cool yeah. he's big ad, admir, admirer of you <laughs> we're pretty much a package deal yeah yeah <laughs> so you haven't been focusing on the solo stuff as much this last summer no I decided to just kind of step away from it for a little bit I've been busy with other things and I'm really enjoying just playing on the sidelines in Dan's band yeah and uh, I'll probably reintroduce myself to it Again, maybe in the fall or winter. Why maybe. are you thinking then? Just write new material. Like I like writing in uh, colder climates better. Yeah? Not really one for the heat. No, no potato. Oh, just not. Okay. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to introduce our listeners to at least one of the songs from, from the album that you released. It was 2011? Yep. And uh, this is Where the Sleeping Dogs Lie. Is that right? Sleep, no. Sleep where the dead dogs lie? Where the, yeah. <laughs> where the sleeping dogs lie. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, after I recorded the song, I realized it should have been where the where the dead dogs lay. Yeah. There's <laughs> to be grammatically that. correct. Yes. <laughs> there's, no, there's no rules in music. That's, that's the only rule in music. Travel wherever my fortune takes me Hop on the bus to the inner city Float off the steps like a train wreck Zip up my coat so I don't catch my death Step into the prestigious Diana's Diner For a coffee and a tuna melt Try and catch my breath well, Shit man, you look like the walking dead All my life I was told to try Sleep where the dead dogs lie Me, I'm not that kind of guy Never bite the apple of my eye I've got the wind at my back My hair is in my face But sometimes I feel it's best That 
I can't see this place They'll smell the fear on you Like a cheap perfume Their distant words will tear you apart Every time you enter the room All my life I was told to try Walk where the angels fly Me I'd sooner lay down and die Bite the apple of my eye There's a neon sign upon the wall it Says please come on in So I act as if I've got nothing to lose But I've found too many memories of you Medical science there's nothing it can't do Make me fall out of love with you They can give me prescription pills for this You can look me in the eyes And heal me with a kiss All my life I was told to try Life where the children cry me, I'll lose more sleep tonight over the apple of my eye. I'll kneel at your favorite part of my bed Reciting the rosary I'm not even sure of what it means Was told it would save me But if I had faith then I'd believe in you We'd repair each other in this damaged silence I'm filling the empty spaces of my room With provocative visions of me and you All my life I was told to try Sleep where the dead dogs lie me, I'm not that kind of guy Never bite the apple of my eye I'll Focus on the winter breeze As it mingles with the naked trees Battles with the last of the battered leaves Say hold on to their goddamn lives Inspires me to fight the fight And bite the apple of my eye So remove the bandages, help me see That all happy endings 
all happy endings all happy endings begin with you and me I originally asked if you would do that song at the beginning because I thought it was one of the prime examples from that album on your storytelling ability. Uh, that whole album actually kind of tells lots of little different stories that kind of interweave. <clears throat> and uh, I, I remember asking you before, our, before we started the interview about uh, the title, I guess, and it was like... Uh, was it sleep where the dead dogs lie is the yep. title yes but i remember asking if it was um kind of like an, an allusion to you know letting go and letting sleeping dogs lie that phrase and whatever and if you could kind of i don't know well, i guess talk I guess, a little bit more about I guess that essentially that song is just about you know accepting things in life you can't you can't change everything or it's just about moving on and finding out who you are and uh, I think I was like 22, mm. maybe when I wrote that song. And, you know, people that age will argue with me that I'm wrong. But I think between the age of 17 and 24, that's when you do the most growing as a person and you learn the most about yourself and other individuals. And I guess I was in the heart of that yeah. when I wrote that song. Yeah. Well, it, you touch on a lot of different things in, in that song which uh, we'll get to a little later, if that's all right. But um, I would like to talk a little bit more about your album. It was released February 2011. Yep. And um, tell our listeners what it's called. And uh, Well, it's called Goodbye Expectations. Um, I recorded it with Brad Stella and Greg Peach. Uh, I guess it, it took a couple of years. It, it wasn't like Chinese democracy, but <laughs> it, uh, it was a, about a three-year process sometimes frustrating but for the most part it was a it was a great experience and i worked really well with brad and greg and we yeah. just came up with lots of ideas and just rolled with it so they kind of took care of like the producing and engineering i guess yeah yep we all we all had our ideas thrown in there and we all had our arguments about each other's ideas and oh, yeah? we'd settle <laughs> on things we'd sit on certain songs i think um the title track goodbye expectations we sat on that for probably a year Oh, yeah. It was just chock full of drums and bass from start to finish. And then we settled on uh, just the drums and bass kind of, you know, they're, they're very subtle in it. The drums come in at the end of the song. Yeah. I really like the guitar in that one, too. Um, so after you came, after that album was released, it was, it was mostly you playing, and, and I suppose Brad played a little as well on it. Uh, yep. So I played played a lot of the instruments on the album we had a uh, Greg Peach played some bass on some songs and did yes. some harmonies Brad played bass and piano uh, we had uh, Bill King played drums he was a uh, one of the drummers in the band uh, Lighthouse oh yeah. yeah we oh man it's been a long time I'm trying to trying to think about this there is some background vocals I I've heard uh, yep. who did who did some of the background uh, vocals. Marilyn Stella she did the background vocals and yeah. trumpets and uh, I think that's it yeah I think there's a couple more people when it came to playing live shows though uh, by this point I think Brad Marilyn had, had taken off to Nashville so what did you do then well we started when they were uh, started recording this album 
when Brad and Marilyn started venturing down to the States. Mm -hmm. So Brad was back and forth. Sometimes it'd be Greg and I alone in the studio, and then Brad would come and work several days in a row with us. And it was just, that's part of why it took so long was because the three of us was just so busy with the rest of our lives. So how did you how did you start playing live shows though? Because um, they were they were gone uh, later on, I guess. I I, um, I don't remember exactly what year it was they left, but you had to come up with something. Did you do Did you do it solo at first, or? Well, before the album was released, I I always played everything solo. Okay. Um, I met Brad and Marilyn at their open mic, the Griffin, and they really, you know, I'm still pretty much an introvert, but they helped me with coming out of my shell a lot. Yeah. Brad told me that he just wanted to clock me and almost <laughs> gave up on trying because he, he was he would just every time he'd be like I'm gonna talk to this guy some more and see if he wants to hang out and everything and he'd ask me a bunch of questions and I'd always be like oh, oh okay <laughs> and he said finally I was like yeah let's hang out sometime yeah. and he did and he's like okay good this guy can talk <laughs> uh, but no I I played solo shows and uh, actually. By the time the album was established and just ready to be released, I set up a, a backing band about four weeks before the show and had the guys learn the parts and we just rehearsed like crazy. And then after that, I asked them if they wanted to keep playing. Oh, and who did you end up? So for that, we had Brad Stella was on piano. He just did that for the CD release. Yeah. We had Andrew Ivins on harmonies and trumpet, Marilyn on harmonies, and that was just for the release as well. Uh, Dan Brooks played drums, Brendan and Lawless played lead guitar, and Dan Lee Show played bass. Yeah. And Dan, Brendan, and Dan <laughs> stayed on, and Ivan's took over on the keys. And so that's kind of the current lineup now? Um, yeah, for the most part. It's kind of a revolving door thing. We talked about that with the Benjamin Rains Blood yeah. Machine Band. Uh, yeah. Hoping for a little more consistency, or do you think you have it now? Um. I have no idea. <laughs> I I don't really know what's going to go on in the fall. I don't know who's going to play with me or I don't yeah. know if I'm going to switch it up or not. I I don't know. For the I I assume uh Lawless and Brooks are on board. Leisha's actually in the states with Brad right now working, so I got to yes, find a left. <laughs> gotta find a bass player. Yeah. All right. Well, um let's do let's do one more. You said you wanted to do uh, cheap motel lights yep. this time. This is uh, Patrick Dory with Cheap Motel Lights. Heartbreakers searching for an easy fix In a cheap motel in yesterday's clothes 
Cigarette box out in her last drop of gin Boxes of pills ready to explore A satisfied touch from forceful hands They're not your real friends Not your real friends You've lost your way And I'm still searching Not your real words They're not your real words Love An overcoat For a little bit of rain You always come prepared when expecting more Ask for love on the rocks Came both shaking and stirred With quivering lips And a suitcase full of change Satisfied touch From forceful hands They're not your real friends not your real friends You've lost your way And I'm still searching Not your real words They're not your real words Love Cheap motel lights keep you up all night Through heavy hard war and regret in your eyes Remember when you handed me a pen Slam the door, ask me to storm Thank you. Uh, and that's a different version than I've heard you play live, though. Yeah, I, so, I get bored. Yeah, so it's just, yeah. Well, it's great. It slows it down a little bit. It's a lot faster yeah. than the album. kind of has a little bit more of a, almost like a slight country feel to it, too, yeah, which yeah. is kind of nice. Well, I just bought a Stetson, so. Uh, yeah. yeah got to live <laughs> up go. to it. Yeah. So that song there, you talk a little bit about uh, the use of drugs and alcohol as ways to... I guess feel better 
Which is funny. I've never used drugs. Yeah. <laughs> never been a substance abuser, but I, uh, well, like we discussed before, um, when I'm writing songs, I like to take whatever I'm going through and uh, just make it way more interesting than what it actually is. That's the so mark of a good storyteller. Just try to, you know, because everybody knows Star Wars is loosely based on a true story. Oh, yeah? I did not they know just, that. They just made it a little more interesting. <laughs> no, I made that up. But yeah. <laughs> Well, I, that theme uh, of drugs and alcohol and using these as vices and, and dealing with, uh, well, what is essentially mental health issues, you know, anxiety and depression. I see that theme a lot in this album. Different lines like uh, in, in the first song you played there. They'll smell the fear on you like a cheap perfume. Their distant words will tear you apart every time you enter the room. You know, just a line like that. It's, it's pretty much a prime example of what it's like to have anxiety, at least, yep, well, you know, from the reading yep. I've done. And, you know, and, and Beware the Dawn has a little bit of that as well. Yep. So well, where does that inspiration, if you can call it that, come from? Well, I guess, uh, like I said at the time, I was, I was just going through some things that helped develop me as a person and you know I was just down and out all the time but you know sometimes I think that's just part of being a teenager and a young adult uh, the older I got the more I realized that you know things are never as bad as they seem and just you know find a real problem yeah. Yeah. that's how you reconcile yeah, it just, I guess just find a real problem uh, <laughs> so what would what would be a real problem I don't know. I, I don't even watch the news, so I, I couldn't <laughs> even really establish anything. Well, I'm <laughs> surprised to hear that because it's uh, your one song on here, um, Margaret. Yep. Uh, that one is, is you know, kind of touches a little bit on, I guess, social justice, if you want to yep, couch yep. it under that term. Yeah. But um, what inspired that one? Um, That song was probably inspired by a girl. I'm not going to get into detail about that, but... I, it's the same thing as before. I didn't want to be a direct about it, so I just created this story about, you know, just watching somebody and just decided to, I don't know, just make it a little bit more interesting. Yeah. Well, I'm and not then to be honest with you, the song's called Margaret, and I was looking at the front cover of a. In my room, I had a Margaret Atwood book just yeah. sitting in front of me. I think it was called The Blind Assassin or something like that. I don't remember. <laughs> I think I read the first three chapters and that's it <laughs> yeah <laughs> so that's where the name came that's from. where the name came from but is it uh you know when you're when when you first listen to the song for me i guess when i first listened to it it sounded like you were talking about homelessness yep and you know i guess uh different i don't know such a pity she's got to starve it's a shame we never did anything about it mm -hmm. you know our lack of compassion has silenced her so is that just uh, so the story? It's like you said. It's like just about a girl. But how did how did this how did it get turned into this theme on on homelessness? Oh, well, I don't know. I think it's I get distracted easily, so I don't know if it has something to do with that. Where I'll start with something, and sometimes I when I start writing songs, I don't always aim to write a song. I could just be playing the guitar in my room, and then just something clicks. So I like to I like to let the song just take me where it's going. The lyrics will just come out, and maybe I'll learn a little bit about myself afterwards. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Well, I like it. It kind of seems like an apt metaphor, too, for 
for just what it's like growing up okay. you know we yeah. we starve and we don't really know it and we don't do anything yeah. about it and we're barely alive our own apathy sometimes yeah. silences <laughs> I, it's just it's a beautiful song i really love that one um so you also um i noticed that there's another recurring theme uh that i guess religion so yep. did you grow up in a religious home uh i grew up yeah i grew up and my mom's pretty religious i don't know if she still is she doesn't really talk about it anymore or maybe yeah. she just gave up on talking to us about <laughs> it but yeah i was forced essentially forced to go to church until i was 16 um and then afterwards too my mom had this rule it was uh you know you guys have to go to church every sunday until you turn 16 then you can make your own decision so i remember i turned 16 and that sunday my mom's like come on we're going to church and i said i'm not going to church and she goes, yes, you are. And I said, you said we could make our own decision when we were 16. She goes, yep, but you made the wrong one. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> so how, how did that affect uh, affect your life, uh, having those religious teachings? Because uh, well, some of the lines in here, are, you know. I think, it, I, I don't know, like, uh, I guess that goes with the whole entire growing up as an individual and just finding yourself and uh, re- realizing what you may or may not believe in. And when you're going through like struggles in life, like being from a religious family, you know, it's like, oh, you know, pray, yeah, pray gets better. But growing up, I was like, that doesn't work. Yeah. Doesn't do anything. That one line so. you have, that's probably one of my favorite lines. Pray is just a fancy way to beg. Yep. I'm like, I love that. That's from uh, Beware of Dawn. It's the that's the sixth song on the album. It's uh, and there's. Uh, a couple other ones you know where is your god now and do you think you have all this figured out and so did you turn your back on it eventually after um i'm not a i'm personally i'm not religious at all and i don't think i ever turned my back on it i just think it just i just think i just personally grew out of it not knocking anybody who is religious i don't want to start any feuds it's just (laughs) it never never did anything for me i never got anything out of it yeah well, yeah. still, it's just like, I, I like that you write about it. I think it's an yeah. important thing in, in yeah. today's world when you think about what we have going on in the yeah. big picture. So mm-hmm. definitely important. Um, do you have um, do you have plans to put out another album? I'd like to put an, another album eventually. I've got a couple of songs ready for it. But, you know, the longer I wait, the more I'm leaning towards writing new songs <laughs> for it. Or I have no idea what musical direction it's going to take because uh, it's been quite the gap in years since I recorded the last one so I feel like my style's changed my yeah. outlook on life has changed so I think it'll be a completely different album well that's yeah. good that's how yep. it should work I imagine yep. so um, so you're going to play one more song for us yep. uh, this is going to be uh, Goodbye, Ex- Goodbye Expectations yep. so title track off uh, off the album just going to tune her tune her up this one too because it's kind of a resolution to uh, to one of the characters in, in one of the earlier songs I'm a big fan of themes yeah yeah
halfway around the world, then I crawled the rest. Away with your sweater in my hand, keep you from the cold. When I rolled at your dirty worn doorstep, there was not a welcome sign in sight. So I peered on in through the kitchen window, found you in the arms of another man. Well, I guess you don't need your favorite sweater to keep you from the cold. And who's gonna lay down next to me in my lonely bed fit for two? I fell down at your feet You walked all over me Said boy Why isn't my sweater clean? You said boy Why isn't my there's a ghost who lives in the back of my mind Tells me I should read the New York Times But I see right through him like I see right through you Now I'm trying to read in between the lines Well I read the papers, I read your name It's against the law, don't mean it's wrong Will you hold yourself up way too high So high I can't even reach I fell down at your feet You walked all over me Said boy So blind you can't even see said boy so blind you can't even Basking in its own glory caught me off guard as I snuck to your parents' backyard. Held a stone that read an old said, Kiss me good night. One last time. 
kiss me good night one last time before I leave so maybe I could sleep good night good night a great song to end the album with oh thank you i like that there's resolution you know like i was saying before the character in uh, sleep where the dead dogs lie he's kind of like not going after what he wants and not letting go of the past and he kind of he does that here and yeah maybe not with the best results no, but, no. <laughs> but you know yeah but still there's a little bit of resolution that's mm-hmm. great uh really looking forward to uh to i guess what the transition and and growing up of patrick dory is going to bring out in the next album so yeah hopefully uh we'll get that so we're gonna wrap up this session of the indie hour and uh yeah thank you so much patrick for coming on the show and sharing your stories with us oh thank you for having me Mm -hmm. uh check out patrick's album on bandcamp you can stream it as well as buy it from that website follow his page on facebook so you can stay up to date on where and when you can see him live you've been listening to the indie hour where the real music lives until next time thanks for listening